0: Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, son. Oh, my God. Santa. Why don't you go under the tree and open your gift? This is a DVD of Fish Police. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. That's right. Wait a minute. You're not Santa. You're Krampus. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Unaired, the show where we take TV shows canceled with episodes left unaired, review them, and then pitch our ideas for how we think they could have continued. I'm Ed, and with me, I have John. Hi! And this week, we covered a show that I've mentioned on the podcast before, a show that we've tried to do an episode of before, and we just couldn't make it past the first five minutes of the show. We're covering Fish Police. Now... This is my second attempt trying to watch this show. I managed to make it through in its entirety. Barely. So yeah, John, I believe the, uh, what you said about this was that it gave you cancer. I didn't like it. So I'm going to go ahead and say this is definitely the worst show we've covered on this show. Would you agree, John? I didn't like it. So, this show aired on CBS for three weeks in 1992... They made six episodes, but only ended up airing three. It stars John Ritter as Gil, the main character. John, I I don't know if Mike picked this up, but John just winced when I said the name Gil. Be prepared for a lot of shitty fish puns. Oh, I didn't like it. Why did you make me watch this? Because I can. It had... Tim Curry played a character named Sharkster, who is a lawyer. Ed Asner played the chief, who has the messed up eye. Megan Mullally plays Pearl, who is a waitress and also kind of Gil's girlfriend, I guess. So essentially, the plot of this show, this episode at least, the pilot, is the very beginning. Someone gets beaten and thrown out a window and killed. That is Clam Casino. And the primary suspect is Gil's former assistant. And also kind of assistant. Yes. I I imagine you were trying to do air quotes with your face. Is that what that was, John? I did it with my eyebrows. Yeah. Um, Because they flirt a lot. And so they're investigating the crime scene. They find a metal pipe, a I think it was a dresser, and a bullet, and they deduce it was Colonel Mustard in the ocean, which doesn't narrow it down. No, it doesn't. I forget what the name of the city is. I'd have to look it up, but it has like some like stupid name like Fish City. Also, they float, uh, but one of them gets thrown out of window to die. Um, you just kind of, uh, you just kind of poked a huge hole in the logic that I didn't even think of. Literally, a guy dies who can float. Yeah, I have. I didn't see any of them touch the ground besides that one that was in the sardine can. Also the crab. The crab, too. Yeah! Holy shit! That just brings it to a whole new level of dumb. So... Essentially, the plot I'm not going to dwell too much on the plot because there's not really a lot going on here. Not a lot of plot. Not a lot of plot. Um, So Angel is the suspect. She's an angelfish and also a cabaret singer. And they uh, they find her fingerprints on all the items used in the murder. Uh, So basically, Gil suspects that this guy, uh, Biscotti Calamari, was behind this whole thing. And he gets called into the the precinct, which is where he brings his lawyer, Sharkster, a.k.a. Timothy Curry. And I don't think is his name actually Timothy, or is he just Tim? I think he's just Tim. Um, you know, you might be right. I don't have the, uh... He's actually Tames. He's, yes, he's Tames Curry. He's Jimothy. So, oh, and also... He brings his bodyguard, Muscles Marinera, who is voiced by Frank Welker. Yeah, I'm not making these names up. This is legitimately the name. I don't like this show. So the the lawyer, Sharkster, is basically like, are you detaining my client? And there's like, nope, sorry. Officer, I'm being detained. Are you done having your stroke? Oh, sir, am I being detained? So, uh, the chief is like, listen, drop it. As far as I'm concerned, all of the evidence points towards Angel. You got to arrest her. So he goes, meets up with her, and he essentially is like, hey, I need evidence that you didn't do this. But she's like, ooh, why don't we go in the back where it's darker? And they sit down. And he goes, he should have been like, well, we can't see evidence in the dark. That's a dumb idea. You do have a fair point there. Um, but yeah, he essentially is just like, well, shit, I want to believe you, but I got to arrest you. Sorry. So he brings her in, and there's a phone call from Mrs. Casino, who they refer to as the Widow Casino. And she essentially admits to murdering her husband. And so, she goes to visit uh, Biscotti Calamari. She's like, listen, I want my cut of the deal that you guys had. And he's like, ha, ah, very funny. And then, Gil comes in. She attempts to kill Biscotti. And Gil kind of stops her. Hashtag kill Gil. Oh, shit. Kill Gil. It's directed by Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Qu- Ter- fin- 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 Finton Tarantino Finton Tarantino when Tarantino' well, we'll get there we'll get there some we'll get there at some point I I gave you the word you just made it yeah. actually work yeah but yeah no so that's essentially the end of the episode he uh walks home with angel and Angel's just like oh thanks for getting me like out of jail I I knew you knew I was innocent and he goes oh I know you're not innocent I know you didn't do it wink there's a lot of innuendo in the show which we'll get to in a second. And uh, I'm really disappointed that at no point did I hear the phrase, something's fishy here. I honestly was so disappointed. <laughs> I, I might have missed it. I admittedly couldn't keep paying attention to it. It was very hard to focus on this because some of the audio was very, very crisp. But then you had some audio that was very blown out. So it was kind of hard to listen. But yeah, so she's just like, oh, I'm going to smooch you night." She smooches him on the lips, on his fish lips, and uh, he turns to the camera, breaks the fourth wall. Not a camera. That's ridiculous. This is an animated show. What what am I thinking? He turns. He turns to the screen. There you go. Breaks the fourth wall and says, oh, geez, I've been trying to convince them for the past 20 minutes that we're not a couple. You're not helping. So she goes inside and he goes back to the diner to see Pearl. Which none of, no, neither of us, I assume, were thinking that they were a couple at that point, as he vehemently denied it in the beginning, and we just, we took his word for it. Yeah. He referred to her as his fish Friday, which I, I think was kind of a, a decent pun, because like, his girl Friday, and also it's not fish even fry. It's not a, it's not a, oh, oh, Yeah, fish fry. Fish Friday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, this show is, like, super, like, kind of bad. Not just, like, in quality, but, like, some of the things that get said. Like, they super slut-shame Angel. Like, everybody's just, like, like, somebody says something along the lines of, oh, I'll go get on top of her. And the secretary lady at the police precinct goes, oh, that's the first time in 20 minutes somebody did that or something like that. Something along the lines of, like, oh. She's a slut. And the crab is prejudiced. Yeah, the, cl- the crab is prejudiced because he says squid calamari. I can't even tell the difference. He's super racist. And then we have Gil, who's super sexist, because at the very end, the last line of this pilot is something along the lines of, oh, why is it always women and murder? Women and murder. Women are always murderers, basically, is what he said. So, like, super fucked up. This is probably the most fucked up show I've seen, along with the worst show I've seen for this. Some of it's like stupid, like redeeming factors that did get a chuckle out of me where the fact that his badge was an actual living starfish instead of just a star. That made me giggle a little bit. They also had a water cooler. Yeah. And In in the water cooler, there was a goldfish. Yeah. So I'm assuming it was bring your kid to work day. It must have been that would also beg the question of like, why is a chief bringing a child to work? Well, no, it begs the question of like, if Goofy's a dog and Pluto's a dog, why can't Pluto talk? It's like that kind of thing. Like if all these fish are anthropomorphic, anthropomorph fish, then why is there this little one swimming around in a tank? Didn't make sense to me. So, um, yeah, I'd rather not talk more about this horrible, horrible TV show. So we're going we're gonna to move on to our pitches in just a sec. Just a heads up, this will probably be a shorter episode um, just because this show was garbage and it hurts me to speak about it. Um, but yeah, we'll be right back. Hello, everyone. We are the Podcast Discovery Show. I am Josh. I am Kirk. And I am Zach. And each week we get together and we discuss three podcasts that we had recommended the week prior in a book club style conversation. We get off on tangents, we dive deep, we go into the nitty gritty, we cover it all. And then we bring three brand new recommendations for you to go out and listen to the next week. So if you're looking for a new podcast to listen to but don't know where to turn, then look no further because we do all of the hard work for you and bring you the best of the best. So remember, there's always more to discover. So John... Had this god forsaken abomination of animation continued, what kind of episodes do you think we would have seen? I got a quick one and then I'll give I'll think about another one while you uh say yours. Uh Sunfish Moor, also known as Skrillfish, uh comes to ocean Pond? Ta- what's ocean. the equivalent of a town in the ocean, Um, I don't think that's how that works, John. I don't think a pond is just in the middle of an ocean. I think it's just a city. comes around for a concert, and uh he gets up there and he goes drop the bass Now you go. What does that have to do with the show? <laughs> He's a fish. And he's in the town. <laughs> All right, I guess when he says, drop the bass, uh, somebody could throw another fish off of a building because w- apparently that works. I, I guess. I mean, that would put some murder in there. And I then they have to solve it. There, are you happy now? I feel like you just thought of the... The drop the bass thing and we're trying to work That's 100% what I was doing. Okay. Okay. So I'm thinking. Are you now? Yeah. There's going to be an episode with a lone shark, but like an actual shark. And you know, maybe he's going around breaking legs. Sorry, breaking fins because uh, people aren't paying. So Gil's got to track him down until he realizes Angel is the lone shark. Oh, hold on. I just thought of a better way to do this. All right. So it's one shark who's a lone shark. That's a lone shark. Like he lends money, but he also works alone. I got another one. <laughs> so. uh So Inspector Gill gets, uh, gets moved to the missing fish precinct god and, damn it god <laughs> damn it i was gonna go there <laughs> and then he sees a clownfish frantically about talking about how he can't find his son and then inspector gill goes to it goes out to help him but uh the clownfish just kind of swims away without thinking oh maybe i should go to the fish police first the fishing person's unit <sighs> <laughs> Hey, you know what their favorite, uh, their favorite maneuver is for, uh, catching crimes? The bait and switch. Oh. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) So I'm thinking, since you took my, uh, Nemo idea, (laughs) unintentionally and unknowingly took my Nemo idea, which, I mean, it was low-hanging fruit, I will say. Um... I'm going to throw him into Spongebob. They all live in under the ocean. And, you know, maybe he swings on to vacation. And and that would explain the cigar working when the chief had a cigar. Yeah. Because fireworks in Spongebob. Yeah. So what if, like, Gil's on vacation in Bikini Bottom, and all of a sudden, Plankton robs the Krusty Krab. You know, par for the course. But Gil don't take no shit. So Gil tracks down Plankton and, like, arrests him for good. With tiny handcuffs. Yes, he has very, very tiny handcuffs, which for some reason he packs for vacation. Yeah, I have, Ed, I have an even better one. After that, he has to catch, uh, he has to catch some criminals who steal a balloon. But then he finds out it's free balloon it's day. Free balloon day. <laughs> what if, what if he exists in Bikini Bottom throughout the entire run of SpongeBob, but we just don't know? Like he's in the, like precinct during the free balloon day episode episode where they kill the health inspector on it by accident he's like in the cop car while the other cops like hey what are you guys doing burying a body he's he's always on the radio but they like it says he said something over the radio right before they're about to walk into the crusty crab so they turn the volume down yeah exactly as to not be rude he's only in the deleted scenes <laughs> on the special edition dvd special efficient efficient dvd no okay no. Okay. How do you think this show would end? Oh, hold on. One uh, more thing. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Uh Oh, no, that doesn't matter. It's already over. One thing that didn't make sense to me is one thing. Okay. One of the things that didn't make sense to me is they refer to themselves as fish police. Wait. To them they would just be police. Yeah. Why distinguish yourself as fish police? Do they not get involved in octopi matters? Like, specifically fish murder? Like, what is going on? Sorry, bud, that's a crustacean. (laughs) It's not our jurisdiction. That's for the crustacean station. But yeah, that, uh, that didn't make sense to me. Uh, what if, like, this ended with, like... I, I can tell you how it ends. It the year is twenty twenty five. Oceans have taken over the world and they take over New York. Oh, what if Aquaman shows up? But also global warming, because we need to have a a message. Yeah. We gotta get our message out somehow. Global warming is bad, people. It's very bad. But what if Aquaman shows up? <laughs> He's in the ocean, he talks to fish. Maybe he could like show up and they'd be like what, what the, the fuck is this? Yeah, why is a human down here? What are you doing, man? He's like, don't worry, I'm like half fish, it's fine. And then like, I don't know, maybe he helps solve a crime. Like, maybe like... But then they just see the the dead starfish on his That's Mermaid Man. I'm thinking of Mermaid Man. Well, Mermaid Man could be in it too. <gasps> it's a triple crossover. <laughs> Crisis on infinite fish. All of the Mermaid Man... And uh, Aquaman and all of them show up. There's just two. There's just two. Well, and then hook-handed Aquaman as well. Yeah. And the sp- and then they, they freak out because there's like hooks. No, no hooks. And then SpongeBob and Patrick is like, hooks playing hooky. This has gone off the rails. Yeah. So maybe that's how it would end. Maybe- I don't remember half of what we talked about. It was I've been blocking all of this out of my mind. Yeah, as soon as you say it, it just goes right into the right into the subconscious. Into the abyss. What oh what if they found the Titanic? And like James Cameron comes down with this stupid little like thingy. And they're like, Oh shit, can we be in the movie? And you know they just it's, like swim by in one scene at the very end. Exactly. Like as like the pendant's coming down, Gil's like, Ooh, that was me. That was me and then they steal the pendant yeah and then they have to solve who stole the pendant well who no that's not how, the mo, in the movie she gets the pendant back oh they, maybe it's through the fish but I haven't seen Titanic in quite some time okay well the fish police get it back for her yeah that that could do it that <laughs> that that might do it and um, then it pans up and it they just take shots from the end of Titanic so they can save on the budget. Yeah, they rotoscope them. They just put them in there and just draw over them. So I think as short as this episode may be, I think that's going to do it because this is physically painful for me to talk about this garbage show. This is the first time ever that I've wanted to cut an episode short. Um, But yeah, don't check out Fish Police, but do check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all that jazz. Vine. Get it. No, Vine's dead. Rest in peace. Um, but yeah, we're at Unaired Podcast, or just search Unaired. It'll come up. But other than that, I am Ed. You already know who it is. Yeah, that's John. Um, and just remember, much like this horrible, horrible, horrible show... Some things are better left unaired. Bye. Welcome to the Something Random podcast, where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I'm your host Charles, and I'm your co-host Michael. And I'm Scotty. My name is Joel. Okay, so what we do in the podcast is we answer questions from our audience, like, what does uh, what would Batman sound like if he was played by Tom Hanks? Uh, okay, Joel, go. Oh, oh, huh. oh! I, I gotta go uh, get the, the Penguin and Catwoman. <laughs> oh, in my Batmobile. <laughs> All right, and at the end of the episode, we make original movies, ideas for movies. Go. Uh, uh, uh. Apollo 1776. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so the idea here is they go into outer space, they come back, they're back in time, and. And they crack the Liberty Bell. Oh, no. Those astronauts. Whop, whop. You can find our podcast wherever podcasts are found, and uh, we hope that you have a wonderful week.